into it. Thank God for another broadcast. Words of Deliverance Christian Center. We thank God for this opportunity to bring his word and to expose the enemy through his word, which is the sword of the spirit. And we thank God for that. Amen. Father God, we thank you and we magnify you. And we give your name the praise and honor. And we thank you for dying on the cross and rising the third day with all power in your hand. Even the stain of death. We thank you for dying on the cross for our sins. And not only that you died on the cross for our sins, your righteousness has rested upon us as well. Because our righteousness is as of dirty rags. And we cannot justify ourselves without you. Because you justified us through your dying on the cross. Thank you once again for your tender mercy and your loving kindness that endures forever. Amen. Today broadcast, we're going to be talking about uh, mental disorders and the effects of voices, quote unquote, according to the secular world, that talks to you. And in the secular world, they call these mental disorders by way of emotions that's uncontrollable. But the Word of God has an answer for mental disorders. And we thank God for that. Give us revelation knowledge. Let revelation knowledge flow freely in my voice and in my mind that I may speak and help your people understand what your word is saying to their church. In Jesus' name, amen. The scripture text is Luke 8, 27 through 33. Luke 8, 27 through 33. And I'm going to read the King James Version of it. And then also, I'm going to read the Amplified. Luke 8, 27 through 33. And, he, and when he went forth to land, there met him out of the city of out of the city a certain man which had devils long time and were no clothes, neither abode in any house, but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out. And fell down before him, and with a loud voice said, What have I do, what have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God, most high? Question. I beseech thee, torment me not. 
For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man, for oftentimes it had caught him, and he was kept bound with chains and in feathers. And he broke the bands, and was driven out the devil into the wilderness. And Jesus asked him, saying, What is thy name? And he said, Legion, because many devils were entered into me. And they besought him that he would not command them to go out into the deep. And there was there a herd of many swine, pigs, feeding on the mountain. And they besought him that he would suffer them to enter into them, to enter into them. And he suffered them. Then went the devils out of the man and entered into the swine. And the herd ran violently down and steep place into the lake and were choked. Amen. Thank God for the reading of his word. And what I'm going to do is read this in the Amplified, Luke, the 8th chapter, starting at the 27th verse. Thank God for his word. And today's text is Mental Disorders, The Voices. And we, as a people, we as a people, we as humans, who deals with a lot of negative emotions on a daily basis because flesh opposes the spirit and vice versa. The spirit opposes the flesh. Our battle is always in our minds, constantly to maintain stability but according to the secular world, the psychiatrists, they can become mental disorders because of spiritual warfare. Acting upon every voice you hear or thoughts which are voices can become a danger to who you really are. We must learn to filter and deny what is real and what is deception. We must deny deception and know what is real. How do psychiatrists diagnose mental health disorders? In fact, psychiatrists can diagnose patients with mental health disorders. One lab test to determine if a medication will work or if there are risk factors, prescribe new medications and adjust medications accordingly based on results and reactions. Now this is the secular world. Can a psychiatrist be all-knowing? A psychiatrist may have an advanced degree in the study of mental illness, but they are not all-knowing or all-powerful. Only God is. They will make mistakes at some point or another. The more they can 
own up to their own, own up to their errors and be humble before you as a client, the more realistic they are about the practice of medicine. Now we we I did research on the ancient philosophers on mental health. Plato, a distinctive distinction is made between two types of madness due to illness and madness due to other causes, such as an aggressive and troublesome character. Plato wishes to establish that we all are, to an extent, mentally ill, living in imperfect, corrupt, and corruptible bodies that exerts a negative impact on our souls, preventing us from fulfilling our divine mission of living a life of reason. And this is what Plato's theory is on mental illness. Then we have Aristotle. For Aristotle, the mental, mentally ill are an exception, an abbreviation from the norms of human nature. There is virtually no discussion of mental illness per se in Aristotle's writings. He recognizes that there are individuals who are dangered and mad, either temporarily or permanently, and that these people think and feel and behave strangely. But to suggest that we do not need to pay too much attention to them, for they do not, as it were, count in Aristotle's account of humanity, which looks for the commonly accepted and commonly acceptable. Then we have the Stoics. When Aristotle speaks of madness, he also means the real thing, namely mental illness. But the ancient Sto Stoics made much of a distinction between two kinds of madness. And for a special reason, as the Stoic school taught, that everybody is mad. The idea of madness as the common lot of all mankind goes back to the Stoic. The Stoic view of virtue and vice, according to the Stoic, Stoics, virtue is the condition of the perfected human soul, while vice is the condition of the rest of us, there being nothing in between virtue and vice. Most likely, Virtuous humans' souls do not exist, according to the Stoics. Perhaps they never did and never will. Yet the Stoics liked to dwell on the details of how their sage listened to what the Stoics' beliefs are. Yet the Stoics like to dwell on the details of how their sage we do things and experience life. The calm that everybody expecting, the sage is mad, the sage is mad. The calm that everybody accepting the sage is mad. 
was intended to demonstrate the imminent gap between our miserable lives and the almost unimaginable constancy of the sage. We hardly know what we are doing given the confusion of changeable impressions and vague uncertainty, uncertain, indefinite, or unclear character, unclear character ideas in our souls that pull us in all directions, while the sage alone acts in a reasoned manner, consistently progressing on his God-given path, which is a lowercase God. Now, the Stoics are actually talking about the sage burning. So, sage burning has been, been around for decades. And according to the Stoics, the sage burning keeps you calm. And that's why they don't believe totally on the mental illness, because they can burn the sage, according to them, and the sage keeps them calm. Then you have Galen, another philosopher, there was no established term for mental illness, according to Galen, as a concept or category in ancient medicine. This choice saved them from the difficulty of trying to define which medical conditions should and should not be regarded as mental in nature, but there is a notable aviat little known attempt as classifying mental symptoms as disorders and establishing a distinct med medical category for them in the writings of Galen. The second century AD medical giant. Galen was not only an extremely influ influential doctor and medical writer, but also a notable philosopher discussing issues of ethics, psychology, Epistemology, physiology, philosophy of language and logic, the philosophical musing on the mind and the soul. He speaks of energies, functions of the ruling faculty of the soul, that is, the rational functions such as memory and thought. Now, Freud, Sigmund Freud, Freud is considered the father of psychology. And Sigmund Freud believed all behaviors have a meaning or purpose and mental activity that is motivated by the unconscious principle of psychic determinism. In other words, a childhood shapes the adult personality. Freud, Freud theories were incorrect, had no scientific basis, or just simply wrong. While Freud, Freud's theory have been widely criticized, it is important to remember that his work made important contributions to psychology. His work sparked a major change in how we view mental illness by suggesting that not 
All psychological problems have psychological causes. His belief that mental problems could be resolved by talking about it, Freud helped revolutionize psychotherapy. In Florian theory, the human mind is structured into two main parts, the conscious and the unconscious, which, is, which means the subconscious mind. The conscious mind includes all the things we are aware of or can easily bring into awareness. The unconscious mind, which is the subconscious mind, on the other hand, includes all of the things outside of our awareness. All of the wishes, desires, hopes, urges, and memories that lie outside of awareness yet continue to influence behavior. In other words, the subconscious mind influences the behaviors because the Bible said, whatsoever a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So Freud, in other words, saying that the subconscious mind is a part of the heart or it's, it's cardiac. Now, here's the thing. Luke 8, 22 through 25. Now it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship, talking about Jesus, with his disciples, and he said unto them, let us go over unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. But as they sailed, he fell asleep, and there came down a storm of wind on the lake, and they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm, and there was a calm. Listen. The Stoics said burning sage brings a calm. But according to the word of God, listen to what the calm happened after what Jesus did. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water and they ceased and there was a calm. Jesus did not burn sage to bring about a calm. He spoke to the wind. Not only did he speak to the wind, but he rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased. And there was a calm, and he said unto them, Where is your faith? Question. And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commanded even the winds and water. And they obey him. Now, here's the thing about mental disorders. Now, of course, you're going to hear negative thoughts. And negative thoughts have voices. But in the secular world, they call that a mental disorder. And that people hear voices and influence them to do bad behaviors. But here's the thing. In the spirit world, we have power over negative voices, and there is no such thing of mental disorders in the spirit. 
Because you can speak to that spirit like Jesus did when the man was at the tomb and he asked him, what is thy name? And the spirit responded and said that my name is Legion for we are many. Now in the secular world, that man is considered of having mental disorders and uncontrollable behaviors. They bound him with chains and feathers. Why? Because he was out of control. In other words, he was possessed, possessed with many spirits. He was possessed with the devil. And he had, according to the sacred world, mental disorders and that he hear voices and was influenced to do whatever by impulse whatever that voice told him to do I'm going ahead of myself but thank God for his word and thank God for him giving us power over the power of the enemy mental disorders the voices now you can distinguish between what Jesus is saying, which has a voice, and what the devil is saying, which also has a voice, with many negative voices in return. Now, Jesus has a voice that's going to guide you into the truth. Now, the latter part of verse 25. And they being afraid wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commanded even the winds and water. And they obey him. Now, according to research and according to knowing God's word, Genesis, the first chapter, 1 through 5, the power of God's voice. In the beginning, God created the heavens, heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Listen. And God said, let there be light. He spoke to the winds. He rebuked it. He rebuked the raging of the water. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good and God divided the light from the day, from the darkness. And God called the light day and the darkness he called night and the evening and the morning were the first day. Now, Jesus rebuked the wind and he also rebuked the raging waters. Now, this is the same God that was creating heaven and earth. And it took his voice to create the heavens and the earth. That's why when people hear God speak, they know his voice. And when the devil speaks, you know also that that is not God's voice. In the beginning, God created heavens and earth. God said, the light, God said, let there be light. And when he said, let there be light, automatically, the light separated when God spoke from the darkness. 
and he called light day, and he called darkness night. Before he spoke, it was already darkness. Why? Because it was void. It didn't have anything or no substance until Jesus spoke and said, let there be light. John, the 10th chapter, starting at the third verse through the ninth. To him the potter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. Mental disorders and the voices. So, if you are a sheep of God, then you know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him. And the Bible says, resist the devil and he shall flee. For they know not the voice of strangers. We're talking about the sheep. Now, there are some people, well, let me finish this parable. The, this parable speaks Jesus, Jesus, this parable speak Jesus unto them, spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them, and I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. If someone says that they do not hear voices, they are a liar, and the truth is not in them, according to John 10, 3 and 9. Let me repeat that. If someone says that they do not hear voices, they are a liar, and the truth is not in them because of John 10, 3, and 9. Because the voice of the stranger, they will not follow. Now, here's the thing. Thoughts, negative thoughts, has a voice. Not only that negative thoughts has a voice, negative thoughts also paint pictures in your mind. Why? Because we are battling in our mind on a constant basis. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, the spirit opposes the flesh and the flesh opposes the spirit and at the same time the enemy sends fiery darts at you. Where? To your mind. Thoughts. Negative thoughts. Negative behaviors. And in the secular world they convert that into mental disorders. Mental disorders, the cause and the effects of. A mental disorder is a syndrome 
characterized by clinically significant disturbance in an individual's cognition, emotion, regulation, or behavior that reflects a dysfunction, dysfunction in the psychological, biological, or developmental process underlining mental functioning. See, there are steps to becoming mental disorderly or mental disorderly conduct. Here's the thing. These are where the dots come in at. The syndrome characterized by clinically significant disturbance in the individual's cognition or cognitive mind or their subconscious or what they've been seen as growing up as a child into an adult emotional regulation or behavior that reflects a dysfunction in the psychological, biological, or developmental process underlying mental functioning. So in other words, the old saying is what you see is what you get. So if you're born and raised around mentally disturbed people or negative, being around a negative environment, then you're going to take part of that negative environment. If God don't bless you with your own mind. We all have our own minds, but we have negative influences as we grow up. And then it turns into, according to the secular world, mental disorders. What are the first signs of mental disorders? The most general, but also most common, early signs of mental illness is simply unusual behavior. This can manifest in many ways. Mood changes, including wild shifts in emotions. You hear that? Wild shift in emotions. I want to stop right there. And the Bible says, if any man come after me, he must first deny himself. In other words, he must first deny his emotions because his emotions will get him in trouble. So this can manifest in many ways. Mood changes, including wild shifts in emotions. Agnostic or depressive behavior. Apathy toward people and activities or withdrawal from social or sports activities can signal that something is wrong. In other words, you have gotten out of character. And people that know you know that there is something strange happening to you. And when someone sees that something strange is happening to you, the best thing to do is start to pray for that person and cast the devil out because you know that this is not who I know. He's out of character and she's out of character. There's 11 subtle signs of mental illness in adults. You have withdrawn from social activities. You lost interest in activities, sports, or work you previously enjoyed. You struggle to think clearly. Your sensitivity has increased 
and you may become upset by little things, little things, little things. You feel empathetic. You feel disconnected. Illogical thinking, nervous, uncharacteristic behavior. You have dramatically changed your sleep, diet, and personal care patterns. In other words, you don't care about bathing, you don't care how you smell, you're not shaving, you're not groomed like you used to be groomed, and, and people see that. You are moody. They notice that your character has changed, and that's when it's time to pray. It's time to pray because from these concepts of these subtle signs, subtle signs of mental illness in adults can trigger to homelessness. You just say, I've given up on life. And what you need to do is understand that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Seek God. Seek him. Mental illness are diseases or conditions that affect how you think, feel, act, or relate to other people or to your surroundings. They are quite common. Many people have had one or know someone who has symptoms can range from mild to severe. They can also vary from person to person in many cases. It makes daily life hard to handle. Hard to handle. Now, certain people can't handle certain things. You have a financial crisis, your relationship, whatever negative aspect that's attacking your world, so to speak, makes daily life hard to handle. But when a when an expert diagnoses you and helps you get treatment, you can often get your life back on track. Now here's the thing. We talked about the secular world, but in the spiritual world, according to the word of God, you can cast these spirits out. Cast them out. Jesus cast them out into the swine. They was begging Jesus not to to torment them before they time. Now, these are mental disorders which are spirits talking to Jesus, the anointed one and the anointed. And Jesus knew his purpose when he got on the ship. He knew his purpose and the enemy knew that Jesus was coming over to the other side. Why? Because there was a man that was possessed with a devil and Jesus knew that so Jesus rebuked the winds and, and the raging waters. Now, here's the thing. Our voice has power. Our voice has power with the power of God, which is his word, because the word went to the cross and the word died on the cross. And the word resurrected himself and got and took all power from the enemy. 
even the power of the stain of death. Now, here's the thing. We all have voices. And there are a lot of voices that we hear on a daily basis, but we can filter out these voices. Some people don't have the ability to do that. And they become mental disorders according to the secular world. But Jesus, like I forestated in times past, has already repaired the damage. So mental disorders really is a battle of the mind because we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. Now here's the thing. Jesus asked the question, how can you take over a person's house? This is your house, right? Metaphorically speaking, this is your house. The only way you can take over a man's house, you have to buy what? The strong man. And who is the strong man? In your house, the strong man is your mind. If the devil can attack your mind, then he can control your house. Are you listening to me? In order to bind the strong man, you must bind the strong man and take over his house. If you get to the mind and destroy the mind of having the mind losing thoughts, tracks of times, motivation, or whatever negative things that are being thrown at you to your mind, then your body is going to follow. Why? Because your mind disciplines your body. And if the devil can undiscipline your body and control your mind, then he can control your body. In other words, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, if the devil have a, a behavior that he wants you to take upon you, then he can send you a thought of that behavior and you move on towards that thought. Why? Because he did bind the strong man. He bind the strong man. He took over your mind. Not only did he took over your mind, now he has your household, which is your body. Mind, body, and spirit. The enemy has taken control, but with the word of God, when he say, be aware, be alert, be responsive, knowing that the enemy is there trying to destroy you. And in the secular world, they're going to say that you have mental disorders, but the devil has possessed your mind. And once he did that, your household is his. Now, here's the thing. Spirits being cast out, right? They walk in dry places. And guess what that spirit says? I'm going back to my house. And not only that I'm going back to my house, I'm bringing seven more that's wicked, more wicked than I am. 
What is he saying? Come go with me to my house where I used to reside. I was cast out. I'm in dry places. There's nothing to do. Let me see if I can go back into my house. Now he's, he's he, listen, he's claiming your house as his house. And when he's claiming your house, he's bringing seven more that's wicked than he is. Why? Because it's going to bring more power for them to control your mind. In other words, to bind a strong man control your house. Mental disorders. The voices. Amen. The causes. Doctors do not know the exact cause of most mental illnesses. A combination of things including your gang, your genes, your biology, and your life experiences seems to be involved. Many mental illnesses run in families. But that does not mean you will have one of your mother or father did. In other words, it doesn't mean that it's going to fall on you. Some conditions involve circuits in your brain that are used in thinking, thinking, negative thinking, dots of the wicked. I'm talking spiritual now. They're talking secular, but I'm breaking it down into the spirit. Within those circuits, brain, they are used in thinking, mood, and behavior. For instance, you may have too much or not enough activity of certain brain chemicals called neurotransmitters. In other words, neurotransmitters within those circuits. Brain injuries, brain injuries are also linked to some mental conditions. Some mental illnesses may be triggered or worsened by psychological trauma that happens when you are a child or a teenager, such as severe conditional, physical, or sexual abuse, a major loss, such as the death of a parent early in life. Neglect, major sources of stress, such as a death or divorce problems in families, relationships, job loss, school, and substance abuse can trigger, trigger or aggravate some mental disorders in some people, but not everyone who goes through those things develops a mental illness. That's why the Bible says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It's normal to have stone some grief. It's normal to have some grief, anger, and other emotions when you have a major setback in life. It's normal. But if you let that get to you, then that creates a problem of mental disorders. 
some people are able to handle certain things, and you have some people that just cannot handle anything. They end up in the mental institution because of their emotions or situations that they can't handle, and they begin to have strange behaviors, which are called, in the secular world, mental disorders. Same major or most mentioned mental disorders. Binge eating. Borderline intellectual functioning. Also called borderline mental retardation in the ICD is a categorization of intelligence wherein a person has below average cognitive ability generally but the de deficit is not as severe as intellectual disability below 70. Now the Below average cognitive ability is between 70 and 85, but below 70 is intellectual disability. It is sometimes called below average IQ. Apply yourself to overcome borderline intellectual functions. Functions. I know it's, it's, it's easier said than done, when you're going through these certain things, that, like the uh, borderline intellectual functioning or the intellectual disabilities, as far as your IQ, just apply yourself. In other words, just get focused. Borderline personality disorder, also known as emotionally unstable personality disorder. Emotional Unstable Personality Disorder is a mental illness characterized by a long-term pattern of unstable relationships, disorder, sense of self, and strong emotional reactions. Those affected often engage in self-harm and others in other dangerous behaviors. They may also struggle with a feeling or emptiness, fear of abandonment and detachment from reality. We must stay focused. 1 Peter 5, the 5th chapter, 8 through 9. And I want to read that. 1 Peter Fifth chapter. I'm not going to be before you long. I might have to carry this over until next Sunday. First Peter, the fifth chapter, eight through nine. Eight and nine. Be sober, well balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert, cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. But resist him, be firmer in your faith against his attacked, attack, rooted, established, immovable, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. 
you do not suffer alone. Remember that. First Peter, the fifth chapter, eighth and the ninth verse. And that would alleviate mental disorders. It will alleviate it. If you do what the Bible just said, what Peter just said to the people, be sober, well-balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. Now, we, we have to be aware of our surroundings. That the enemy, the enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a royal lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. He's trying to steal your purpose, which is your life's purpose. He's trying to steal that from you. And how can he steal that from you? Through mental disorders. That's how he can steal it from you. Delusional disorder is a generally rare mental illness in which a person presents delusions but with no accompanying permanent hallucinations. Thought disorder, mood disorder, or significant flattering of the effect. Unrealistic dreams and unrealistic goals are delusional, delusional disorders. On unrealistic, you're saying things that that's unrealistic. The unrealistic goals, unrealistic dreams, unrealistic values which are delusional disorders. Dementia is a broad category of brain disease that causes a long-term and often gradual disease in the ability to think. And remember that it is severe enough to affect daily functionings. See, the enemy wants to cripple your mind. And God has things that can nourish your mind with fruits and vegetables, herbs and spices. That's where we come from, the earth. So what we need to do is put the earth back on the inside of us because that's where our nutrition comes from, the earth, because we were part of the earth. God formed us from the ground. And if he formed us from the ground, that means whatever grows up out of the ground is nourishment for us. Fruits, vegetables, herbs, and spices. And that is part of, if you go to, to the book of Revelations, the tree of life. That's good for you. It's, it's good for you. It's part of it. Herbs. Fruits and vegetables and spices. And a lot of people juice their vegetables, which is good. So, in other words, be alert. Keep your body in tune, not only with God, but also with the earth, which is God's way of feeding you and keeping you strong and have a robust 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 mind and a robust body. 
because he needs us to recognize that fruits and vegetables, spices and juices can keep us in a robust, robust state. Stay focused, be alert. Then you have impulse control disorder. Is a class of psychiatric disorders char characterized by impulsive flight. Just, just doing stuff off the fly. Failure to resist a temptation, an urge, or an impulse, or having the inability to not speak on a thought. Can I say that again? Failure to resist a temptation, an urge, or an impulse, or having the inability to not speak on a thought. Ecclesiastes, the fifth chapter, the second verse. People with lower levels of dopamine had higher rates of impulse behavior. Offering a biological explanation for impulsivity, impulsivity, although definitions vary, impulsivity is most often defined as unplanned responses to stimuli with little or no thought given to consequences. And that's where wisdom versus experiences come in. Impulsivity is most often defined as unplanned responses to stimuli with little or no thought giving to consequences. All attacks of the mind. Ephesians, the 6th chapter, and the 10th verse. And we must recognize that because we are in a war. Not in a physical war, but we are in a mental war. And the reason why that we are in a mental war, because if the devil can get your mind, he has your body. If a man wants to take over your house, I'm going to put this in your spirit because you need to know this. If someone wants to take over your house, this is your house. Now, when I say someone, I'm talking about the enemy, the devil. He attacks your mind, which is the strong man. See, the mind, we can, we can hold so much in our mind. It's unlimited of what we can learn and what we can do with this mind. If you want, you can learn how to speak 20, 30, or 100 languages. Why? Because our mind can distinguish those languages by studying and learning that language. If you want to become a doctor, what, you, what do you do? You study to become a doctor, and your mind is taking in all of that. You're taking in all of that. Now, if the enemy can control your mind, he controls your behavior. If he can control your mind, he controls your emotions. If he can control you at all costs, he can control and stop you from 
fulfilling the purpose that God has for you. So, the text is mental disorders, the voices. Now, we need to filter out which voice. And the Bible says, my people know my voice. And a stranger, they will not follow. And not only that will not follow, they will flee from him. Flee. Run. If you hear something that is negative and you know it's not God's voice, keep it moving. Because why? Temptation is there to, to have you to disobey what God is saying. And the flesh is there to oppose the spirit. And the flesh is there to cause a lot of havoc in your life. Not only that, it causes a lot of mental disorders, according to the secular world. But they can be cast out. Because if it was not true or not so that these mental disorders can be cast out, then Jesus would not have cast out the legion of demons when he went over to the other side. Three minutes. What I want to do is give you scripture, write it down. Matthew 8, 28, Matthew 9, 32, Matthew 12, 22, Matthew 15, 22, Matthew 17, 15, Mark 1, 23, Mark 5 and 2, Acts, the fifth chapter, 16, and that's being vexed, meaning mental disorders. Now, some people... You know, you, you, you say you feel vexed. Or some people tell uh, the minister, well, in, in, in Jesus' time, they came to him and said that my child or my daughter is vexed with a devil. In other words, they have mental disorders that is uncontrollable. The behaviors are there. And what Jesus do, he cast out the devil. Now, here's the thing. You call the police for help. Because your son has mental disorders. In other words, he's vexed with a devil. But instead of you taking him to a facility, you shoot and kill him with 14 bullets. Now, does that solve the mental disorder? No, it doesn't. They didn't have the ability to cast out that spirit, so they decide to shoot the spirit. And that spirit didn't die, but the man died. And that same spirit is walking to and fro to stop someone else's purpose of life. If you don't believe me, read the word of God. Because God cast out all fear, which is the word. God is the word and the word is God. Because the word was with God. In the beginning was the word. So, we're going to stop right here. We're going to thank God for his word. Thank God for him just being who he is. And thank God that mental disorders can be cast out. Or you can discipline.